This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 210 of Youpreneur FM. Thank you so much for being with me today. Got a great show coming up with you. My main man, Marcus Sheridan, is in the house. Talk all about, well, actually pretty much everything <laughs> in the world. It, we, this was a little bit of a fire. It turned out to be a little bit of a fireside type conversation. But uh, we really do kind of focus in on the importance of communication in business and life. And uh, it's a great chat. Before we get into that, however, just a quick reminder, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and grab a hold of your copy of my now almost 25,000 times this thing has been downloaded ebook, which is entitled The Personal Branding Road. Map, and uh, it's everything you need to really just understand the importance of building a personal brand, but also uh, the importance of utilizing that brand to be able to build a powerful, profitable business around it. So, if you haven't already grabbed a hold of your free copy, you can do so right now chrisducker.com forward slash ebook. It doesn't get any more simpler than that, does it, in terms of a website to give out? ChrisDucker.com forward slash ebook. Go ahead and grab your copy right now. Okay, so on to today's show. Marcus Sheridan, affectionately known around the world as the sales lion, is a keynote speaker. He is an author. He is a workshop leader. He is sometimes just called the pool guy. And you'll find out why in this conversation. Great guy. Never had him on the show before. And you'll hear us uh, banter and joke about that right at the top of the show, considering that we've known each other six, seven years already. Bit of a crime waiting this long to get him on. I know you're going to enjoy it. Here it is, myself and Marcus chatting up a good old storm. So Marcus, welcome to the show. Ducker, it's a good day to be yes. talking to you, sir. Yes. It's a great day to be talking to you. I can't believe, this is ridiculous, in 200-odd episodes, you haven't been on this show yet. That's mad. I apologize. Because <laughs> we've known each other, what, six years or something? This is yeah, this should not have got to this point. <laughs> well, y y you can tell somebody is old in this space if they attended Blog World to together. Oh, That's how you God. know yes. that you've been around. And yes. we did that. Yes. And so, yeah, we've been around the block, and it's kind of cool that it's come full circle, and to see what you've done has been astounding. Well, thank you. And likewise as well, you continue to blow me away with the consistency of the quality of what you put out. You know, it's it's easy to create great content. It's easy to create, you know, great workshops and seminars and great keynotes and to speak at events. It's relatively easy to do all those things, but to do it consistently at the level that you do it at, I think really does deserve, you know, a hat tip because you truly are one of the guys like when I talk to other people in the industry about you or your name comes up or whatever it is, you're one of the guys that honestly, there's never anything negative said about you, period. Not on my mm -hmm. experience anyway. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped that you're with us and uh, I kind of feel like it's, it's, it's been worth waiting to get you on this long um, because... Number one, uh, 
it's been a while since we focused in on the subject of communication in business um, and not just communication but also communication attached to the whole content marketing to the whole uh, inbound sale type strategies um, we had Kevin Harrington on a little while ago talking about the art of the pitch when it comes to sales um, I know obviously you're big into sales and marketing and all the rest of it but I feel like this is the right time to do it because there's so much noise out there right now. We, I feel like we need to really seriously stop talking so much and actually genuinely start listening more. What says Mr. Sheridan to that? Mm, I love uh, that. You know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's just the idea, though, but the idea of listening. This is one of the great skills in many ways that has been lost in our society. Yes. If you look at it. Yes. It, the greatest marketers today start with this obsession with listening. They're so in tuned with what the buyer is thinking, feeling, saying, fearing, questioning, and in tune to that, that they're able to say, hmm, why don't we address that thing? You know, um, this all started for me, Chris, when I owned a swimming pool company. I still do. I, I owned a swimming pool company for since 2001 in Virginia and Maryland area here in the U.S. And I almost lost that business in 2008 when the market crashed. And what saved me was the obsession that I had with what people had been asking me over the years. I mean, to me, the essence of great content was if anybody has ever asked me the question, it's my obligation to address it and dress it well, honestly, transparently, through text or video. And that's what I did. And, you know, that little, uh, that little website became the most trafficked swimming pool website in the world. Insane. All Just insane. Listening. Listening, Chris. Listening. Mm. Mm. Can you hear that? I can hear it. <laughs> it's so good. So, I mean, but but that was actually, that was kind of what brought you into, should we say, the limelight to a certain degree in regards to your... My story. Your, yeah, your story, your yeah. focus, and what you're all about. Tell us a little bit about how that, because I think that's quite in, important as well from a, not necessarily a personal branding perspective, but I think more of a reputation kind of perspective not only in that particular business but also in the business that you now kind of focus in on um am i right in saying and correct me if i'm wrong here even on my own show but you don't necessarily focus on the swimming pool business anymore you've got other like higher up priorities that you work on day to day am i right in saying that yeah i probably spend an hour a week on it I'm yeah still so so you're very much like part. me with the call center then yep. um you know 500 employees i mean that should require more than an hour or so of work for me every week but it doesn't because of the way that i've set it up you're likewise so how when when all this kind of blew up for you how did that affect your mindset from a reputation and from a personal brand perspective you know it was funny i didn't sit there and think too much about it it just was just one it. of those just kind of, I just, sometimes I would tilt my head to the side and say, hmm, it's interesting what's happening. Um, people are starting to, you know, I don't really think anybody listened for the first year. 
and then all of a sudden it started to happen but i think i think there's probably a lot of river pool stories out there but the problem well the difference better stated between what i experienced in other companies is i just tell the story better than anybody else hmm. right and and i'm not afraid to tell the story again and again you know chris it's a shame to me when you know sometimes people say to me on an interview that they'll say you know marcus you i know you told this pool guy story a million times and i hate to ask you to tell it but could you give our listeners a sense for how that went and i'm thinking to myself i don't mind telling it yeah because it made me who I am. It is the foundation of me. It's no different than, you know, I don't think Gary will ever have a problem talking about how he was a wine guy. Right. Because he looks in the mirror and that's what made what he sees. And being a pool guy is what made me. I don't have a problem if somebody calls me a pool guy. I don't have a problem at all because that's me. That's my history. That's my foundation. It gave me everything that I have today and it sent me in this magical journey around the world talking about sales and marketing it's phenomenal and it's a you know i see some people they they develop a brand chris and then all of a sudden because they feel like that title might be less than than their ideal they're like don't call me that don't right i don't i don't want to be called a social media expert well you're known for that and there's nothing wrong with that you can also be an expert in other things but don't just throw dirt on what you were and just say, I'm, I'm, I'm not that anymore. I think unless who you were is just this bad person, I mean, if you had a brand, embrace it and add something new. Indeed. I couldn't agree more with you. And I think that there's nothing wrong with pivoting, right? There's nothing wrong with pivoting in any way whatsoever. Uh, but I think that if there is something that has gotten you to where you are, like you clearly say, you don't turn your back on it. You don't say, "Don't call me that anymore." Um, I mean, for yeah, it a lot, doesn't it just doesn't make sense? But you see, you see people do it, and like you said, the pivot. There's something magical about the pivot, and then being able to talk about it. Right. And so, right. if somebody wants to talk to me one minute about pool guy, cool. If you want to talk to me about HubSpot, cool. If you want to talk about content or inbound marketing, cool. If you want to talk about world class communication. Love it. Sounds fun because that's really my current iteration in terms of what I'm, what I'm so passionate about right now. Still very passionate about sales and marketing, obviously. But the point is, it's part of this process, you know. And I've watched you, and you've got at least five solid iterations since I've known you over the last like, seven years. Yeah. Um, seven years, I think we've known each other. Um, that's to me what it's all about. That's what it's. If you know, it's not like you're saying, "Don't ever say again that I'm the virtual assistant guy." Like right. I'm so much more than that. And if you say that, I will, I will hang up on you. And you know, it's like, no, man, it's part of who you are. Absolutely, could not agree more. Let me ask you this: Your new book comes out. Uh, in fact, actually, by the time this show goes live, it'll be out. They ask, you answer. Um, a revolutionary approach to inbound sales, content marketing, and today's digital consumer. What was the catalyst for this book? Well, the catalyst is I've had, and this is going to sound arrogant, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have had probably more success than arguably anybody in the world at getting buy-in with this thing that we call digital marketing across entire organizations over the last five years. In other words, 
I basically at this point I get brought in when a marketer is at wit's end, is ready to quit their job because sales and leadership just doesn't catch the vision and doesn't want to participate in all things digital. And uh, usually within about two to three hours, I can have everybody in the room, in the organization saying, why the heck are we not doing this? Hmm. And, um, and, and, and I think it's a lot of it has to do, I think, with, with the pool story because it's so easy. Anybody can put their arms around that. that I mean, that's important, Chris. And because they can put their arms around and say, okay, so this pool guy is going to lose his company. He said, we're going to be the best teachers in the world when it comes to fiberglass pools. And he, he, this was his culture. And it became what it is. And, and it saved his business. And then he started to integrate content into the sales process. And he did all these amazing things that changed the way he sold. And he really just changed the industry. And maybe we could do that too. Because if that dude, that pool guy can do it right there, I can certainly do it as well. It's resonated. And um, so I think that's, that's, that's been the catalyst. And then, and then when I started having other companies say, can you teach us how to do what you did with your pool company? And I started to develop a lot of just incredible case studies. So, you know, along for a while there, Chris, people would say to me, well, that might have worked for you as a pool guy, but I just don't see that working in my B2B service right. organization. Right, right, right. right. So, and so I said, well, screw that. Let's let's just see, and so I I started selecting really you know unique industries, and we just crushed it. And those case studies are in the book, and this is what I know: if you ask a CEO, is content marketing, let's call it for a minute, is that going to be relevant to your business in twenty years? They're going to say, ah, I don't know, I doubt it. But if you say to them, is great teaching and solving the problems of your customers and communicating better than anybody in your space, is that going to be relevant to your prospects and customers in 20 years? They're going to say, of course. Of course it is. And to me, that's really the essence of all this stuff we talk about, inbound, content, social. I mean, it's just principles of communication. And that's the part that a lot of people forget. And because they don't carry those principles over from platform to platform, sometimes they're good at Facebook today, but they're not good at the next platform tomorrow because they missed the mark. They understood the tool, but they didn't understand the principle, and the principle is what matters. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, you. I mean, you come across to me as somebody who is very. Uh, what's the word I want to look at here? Um, who's very focused on the long game of what he's all about? Um, I kind of. Yeah, I. I believe you've got the flexibility. And you like the idea of kind of being in the moment and you're ready to kind of roll with the punches and everything. But I also get the feeling that from a business owner slash entrepreneurial perspective, you are also very, very long game in the way that you plan things out. How much of a focus is the next, say, five years for you right now in your business in regards to this whole concept of they ask you answer? I mean, like, Mm. are, are you... Is this something that you're thinking about, you know, being still very relevant five years from now for you, or are you just kind of doing what's happening right now for you? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that question. You know, I, I firmly believe that it's it's fundamentally impossible to see where the trail goes until you start walking on that trail. And too often, I think as as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we like we feel like we have to see where the trail goes i'm interested in one thing am i making progress do i sense it personally and professionally am i making pro- progress 
and I can say that I feel like I am. And so even though I might not you know, necessarily have a trajectory of some of these other superstars, maybe, maybe not out there, I do know that I'm making waves in my own way. And I'm feeling really good. And, and, and I can tell you this, I feel like I'm winning big at home as much as I am in business. I'm Love very that. financially sound um, when it comes to my, my companies and they're doing well, but I'm not grinding so hard so as to make sure that I'm on the New York Times bestseller list. I don't care. Um, that's nice, but I'm not going to spend 80 hours a week for three straight months during a book launch and lose sight of the other things that are important to me. At the same time, my wife, if you had a private interview with her, and I don't say this as a brag, I mean this, um, if you asked her, uh, do you feel your, your marriage is better today than it was 17 years ago when you, when you married your husband, she would say, dramatically better today. He is a much better husband and father today. And that's what I'm striving for. It's progress personally and professionally. And, um, and I think sometimes, you know, we see people and we say, my gracious, they're so successful, but fundamentally they are not fulfilled. And there is, as you know, Chris, there's a huge difference between success and fulfillment. And I am trying to help people see both sides of that coin. Remember that you can crush in the home, you can crush in the office, you can win in both. Hmm. You got to do your own pace though. You can't do it at somebody else's. You can't do it at Gary's, at Gary's pace, right? Because Gary's a name that everybody knows. I'll just say Gary's pace, right? Um, can't do it at his pace. Got to do it at yours. Whatever's right for you, you got to challenge yourself, but you got to make it right for you. Hmm. Hmm. I love the focus that you have on that home life side of things um it's not something that we really discuss on this show very often um but you know as a father and a husband myself and i know that there are many other you know fathers and husbands and moms and daughters and sons and you know lots of other family relations that tune into the show i mean i i I can appreciate the focus that you put on it, um, particularly as a father. And you and I were talking before, you know, we got a recording here where we were talking about, you know, how you go fishing with your son and you call it marine biology class, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, we commented on on how, you know, how many how many sons would spend that much time with their father? You know what I mean? Um, I know I did not spend as much time with my dad growing up than I wanted to because he was too busy, you know, with his work. Um, and I had promised myself that, you know, as a father myself, that I would not, you know, my father was an amazing father in so many ways, but I, as his son, always wanted and wished to have more time with him. And I guess it just wasn't possible for him. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't think badly, uh, you know, uh, at him or, or for him in regards to that. But I certainly remember wanting to have more time with him. With with my kids, I can honestly say that they've got me whenever they want me, um, and it's because of the lifestyle that I've built for myself around my businesses as well. Um, but I think that that starts in between your ears. It's up inside your head. Like if you don't purposely put yourself out there and say i'm gonna do this it becomes a lot harder i think to kind of turn back the the time so to speak when you realize that you should have done it five six years ago what do you say about that mm, it's great 
you know, memories generally don't just happen, they're created. And to give you, a, to give you an example, um, I, I had this prompting about a year and a half ago. My daughter was 14, getting ready to be a freshman in high school. And, um, and I said to her, I looked at my schedule for, uh, for August, September, October, November, December. I said, honey, I'm traveling all over the world uh, for, for speaking, uh, going to Africa, going around Europe, North America, all over. And I want to give you the option to go with me on all these events. Now, the, the drawback is you're going to miss your freshman year of high school. You're also going to have to watch, because, social, because of this thing we call social media, you're going to have to watch your friends doing all their things, their activities, having their fun, and you won't be there. You won't be there. But the thing that I can offer you is an experience that could change your life. Right. And I said, I don't want you to make a decision though right now. I want you to think about this, ponder over this for the next couple of weeks, and then let me know what you want to do. And she came back to me and she said, Dad, um, I want to do this. And need, I could, we could spend three hours talking about it, but needless to say, it was the most magical three months of her life, my life. And to this day, we have all of these inside jokes that it's just us. <laughs> and I believe every parent should have inside jokes with each individual child that nobody else understands. That only occurs when you have that individual one-on-one time. And last point I'll make about this, Chris. I think there's a bad, um, there's, this, there's this myth in society that we're taught of never mix work and, and pleasure, personal and professional. I believe in the opposite. I think it's a skill that can absolutely be learned that we do mix personal and professional. I've seen you do this really well. I've seen how your family travels with you. And you know as well as I do how that is such a very rare thing in our space with, with so many speakers. You just don't see it very much, them traveling with families. Yeah. I try to do it as much as possible. And I'm, I'm always asking myself, is it possible that this child or that my spouse goes with me and has this experience? Might not be convenient, but is it possible? And it's interesting what what can occur if you go with that. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, and I think that it, I mean, it becomes, it's a mindset thing. I think it's a personality thing as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've spent equal amounts of alone time with all three of my kids. And um, you're right about the inside jokes and all the rest of it. Uh, my daughter, uh, Chloe, I know listens to this show quite regularly. So I will just say two words to her personally right now. Well done. And that will bring an instant laugh for her because that's our <laughs> private little joke. For everybody else, they'll have to try and figure it out. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this, man, before we kind of wrap up here a little bit. Uh, what, what are you, you know, for me, with Virtual Freedom, when that book came out, and, you know, we said we were going to talk about the art of communication before we got going here. But this conversation has just gone in so many different directions. It's great. But let me ask you this. And I'm, I'm curious. When Virtual Freedom came out, I was like, I want to bring calm to the entrepreneurial storm. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. I want to help entrepreneurs to avoid burnout and to learn how to run and grow their business in a more smart and savvy manner. And that's why I wrote Virtual Freedom. Why do you write... They ask you answer. What do you want it to do for the people that pick it up? 
I fundamentally believe there is a teacher, potentially a world-class teacher within each one of us that's simply not tapped into. And if organization is willing to find that teacher within themselves and within their employees, they can do amazing things within their space, within their company, and ultimately they can have a dramatic impact on the lives of their employees too. I've seen this again and again and again. And um, it's been an amazing ride. It really, really has. Because I've been, and I wrote the book, it came out this year, but I've been talking about They Ask You Answer, as you know, for six years. Oh, yeah. I've watched it change lives, man. And that is, that is so, that to me is so rewarding. And, I, and speaking of communication, let me just say one thing, man. Because people say to me sometimes, what is the one thing that's, you feel that has made it work for you from w- the way that you are on stage to the fact that, you know, I like how your videos are or I like the way that you write or the reason why you've been able to be successful as a speaker, whatever. I think there's one thing to me, Chris, and I sense this about you too. Um, and that is this, it's never my goal to sound smart. And I think The moment you or I try to sound smart to our audience, whatever that audience is, whatever form the communication is, that's the moment we start to look stupid and we start to lose them. The obsession, the obsession is communion. And I experience, of course, the word communion comes from community, which means more than one, okay? And so that means... That you are able to listen, I'm able to listen, I'm able to read, you're able to read, whatever that thing is, I'm able to watch, I'm able to say, wow, that person there, they get me, they understand me, and they don't put themselves on a plane above me, and that's what leads to this magical thing we call trust, and I think that's why I've, I've fared well, is because I don't want to come across as somebody that thinks they're smarter than anybody else. Hmm. But I want that person's light bulb to come on. And if it does, I've done something really, really special. And that's the essence of great communication um, to me. Well, I love it. I think you're great. I think that I want to spend more time with you this year, and I can't wait to do so. We're going to be speaking together, actually, at Chris Miles' event later on in Edinburgh in the UK. Um, I can't wait to uh, give you a hug when I see you then, man, if not before, hopefully. Word to that, brother. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for um, just for, for sharing this time with me and your audience tonight. I'm, I'm really honored. Well, thanks for sharing the message. I appreciate it. Um, for you guys tuning in, you want to find out a little bit more about uh, Marcus and obviously the book and everything else that we've talked about, hop over to thesaleslion.com. Uh, you can obviously grab a hold of your copy of They Ask You Answer on Amazon. Show notes, links to that, and everything else that we've discussed. ChrisDucker.com forward slash episode 210-210. I'll be back again next week. Until then, take good care. Go ahead and do something amazing. And, uh, you know, send me a tweet at Chris Ducker. Let me know what that amazing thing was that you did. Bye for now. It's the idea of an entrepreneurial community where you get to learn from the best in the business, as well as rub shoulders, gain support, have access to immediate feedback, as well as nonstop accountability from your peers is something that excites you. 
Then visit youpreneur.com for more information and to get started on building a business you can truly be proud of today. That's youpreneur.com. We'll see you on the inside.